May the peace of Christ be with you all. And also with you. I won't let go unless you bless me. These words from Jacob and today's reading from the book of Genesis are at once a culmination of Jacob's life spent searching for a blessing that belonged to someone else and a turning point toward a new life, a life that Jacob had not yet imagined. You will remember from your own reading of the book of Genesis that Jacob, twin brother to Esau, son of Isaac and Rebekah, was born clinging to the heel of Esau. Even before his first breath was drawn, Jacob was already holding on, refusing to let go. Later in life, Jacob would swindle from Esau his birthright, and still later, Jacob would trick his father Isaac into giving him a blessing that, it would seem, should have been for his brother Esau. All throughout the narrative of Jacob to this point, he is struggling for a blessing, and even now, when he has received the blessing that should have been given to his older brother, when he has himself been tricked into working for his father-in-law for an extra seven years, when he has many children, great riches and livestock, and is making his return to a land that was promised to him, he is still struggling for a blessing. I will not let go unless you bless me. The scene unfolds somewhat strangely that night. Jacob seems nervous about his upcoming encounter with his brother, so he decides he will overwhelm him with generosity in hopes that when the two finally meet, perhaps the animosity of Esau will have had time to settle. Jacob has been gone for 20 years. He has had all of this time to wonder what shape this reunion might take. 20 years he has been absent from his brother. He had gone to find a wife in the homeland of his mother while Esau stayed in the home of their father. Twenty years Esau lived in the land that was promised to Jacob because of Jacob's trickery. For twenty years they have known that the two of them would one day meet again and they have known that this land that they one day both shall be in should have belonged to Esau but has now been promised to Jacob. So Jacob sends gifts and servants. He divides his camp into two and eventually he sends his children and his wives all ahead of him until at last somehow Jacob finds himself all alone 
on the other side of the river Jabbok. And it was there that Jacob encounters a stranger in the night with whom he will wrestle until daybreak. Jacob, so consumed with the struggle of his life, the struggle for a blessing, that he will not be bested by this stranger nor any other human until finally the stranger touches him on the hip and his hip comes out of socket. But still, Jacob will not relent. He struggles on. It is as if Jacob has once more come up against the deceitfulness of his father-in-law, who tricked Jacob into marrying his older daughter, though he had agreed that Jacob could marry the younger. Then, as in his present struggle, Jacob did not look back. Then he agreed to work for another seven years, and now he continues his struggle to not be bested by this stranger on this night. Finally, the stranger says to Jacob, let me go, for the day is breaking. Only Jacob offers his famous reply, a reply that could be the slogan of his life. I will not let go unless you bless me. Jacob is as committed to struggling for a blessing as he has ever been. It is as though he's holding on to the heel of the stranger, withholding the nourishment needed for life wearing woolen skin and agreeing to work another seven years all over again and all for an unspecified blessing. I won't let go unless you bless me. The struggle continues and the stranger asks Jacob for his name. Jacob gives it, and the stranger curiously says to Jacob, Now you will be called Israel, a new name for Jacob. So naturally, as one might do after an evening of intense combat, Jacob asks for the stranger's name. And it is at this point, in response, that we hear the stranger blesses Jacob. And then the stranger's gone. The immediate struggle is over. Jacob has not overcome the stranger, but he has come away with that which he had wanted, a blessing. However, this blessing was not the first Jacob had received. The blessing Jacob receives from the stranger in the night, though, includes something that the ones before did not. This blessing included the giving of a new name, Israel. So given according to today's text because Jacob had striven with God and with humans and had prevailed. Jacob becomes Israel. The blessing after which Jacob had struggled for his whole life. The, the blessing 
which had been foretold while in the womb, stolen from his brother and spoken by his father, finally culminates with the giving of a whole new identity, an identity which will require him to change from his wrestling, conniving, thieving ways, and which will allow him to live into the promise of God. The promise first given to Abram, then to Isaac, then to Jacob, now to be fulfilled in the person of Israel. Blessings are like that sometimes. Sometimes we struggle so hard to obtain a blessing that when we finally realize that we have achieved that for which we have struggled, we realize that what we have achieved is nothing like what we thought we were after in the first place. Today, when we think of someone who is blessed, we tend to think in another way. When we think or speak of someone as blessed, we think of someone who has no struggles, someone who has all they need and more, someone who has overcome a great hardship, someone who has achieved an unanticipated success. Jesus, though, had a few things to say about people that were blessed that seem to be different from this contemporary understanding. Jesus says in Matthew, in his Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, blessed are the merciful, Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Luke remembered these sayings of Jesus a bit differently. He heard them in Jesus' sermon on the plain, where Jesus says, Blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who are hungry now. Blessed are you who weep now. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on behalf of the Son of Man. When's the last time you were scrolling on social media and saw a picture or a post about any of these people Jesus has just described with the hashtag blessed? We have something Jacob did not have on that night on the other side of the river Jabbok. Or rather, we have some hindsight that Jacob had chosen not to embrace. We also have these words of Jesus describing for us in uncomfortable detail what it means to be blessed in the kingdom of God. Maybe Jacob, in his singularly focused quest for a blessing, had it easier. He knew that he wanted 
that he needed a blessing. So strong was his determination that even after his hip was dislocated, he struggled on with the stranger in the night, refusing to quit without a blessing. Jacob's blessing of a new identity allowed him to live into the blessing that God had already promised over Jacob and his ancestors. Dear children of God, just like Jacob, the blessing of a new identity has already been promised and given to us. Our struggle is not with a stranger in the night. Our struggle here on this side of the River Jabbok, at the corner of Eastover and Ridgewood, or in whatever space we might find ourselves, is to hold on to God long enough that we might also find that which we need to live into our blessing. Our struggle might be that we know what Jesus says about what it means to be blessed. Our struggle might be that that identity is not one which we are yet ready to embrace. Our struggle might be that we are not yet ready to cross the river Jabbok and to face the difficulty ahead. But for us, like Jacob, a new day is coming, and with it come new beginnings, new opportunities to embrace the life to which Jesus has called us to live, a life spent with our face turned toward the living God, with our eyes open to the lives lived by humans around us, loving, supporting, embracing, and being with them. This is the identity with which Jesus has blessed us. Jacob says to the stranger in the night, I won't let go unless you bless me. We, like Jacob, after his struggle, have the blessing of a new identity. What remains for us as it did for Jacob after following or after his struggle is to live this new identity, this everyday fresh blessing. Like Jacob, the blessing of our new identity has also been made plain for those willing to hear and see. So we do not have to struggle to hold on, demanding a blessing with singular determination. We have the opportunity to embrace the blessing of our new identity. But that does not mean our path is without struggle. Far from it, there is great depth in the struggle to embrace the kinds of blessing which Jesus spoke on the mount and on the plain, perhaps our plea will not be like that of Jacob. I won't let go unless you bless me.
perhaps our plea will be, I won't let go because you have blessed me.